Welcome to the Mind Body Health Podcast for women over the age of 40. This podcast brings you valuable and proven strategies and tips to live life above the wellness line. And these tips can be implemented immediately so you can step into each day with confidence, energy, and passion. And now, your host and Amazon number one best-selling author, Phylex Fitness Industry Speaker, Mind Body Health Coach, and founder of Personal Fitness for Women. Please welcome Louise Skeen. Well, hello and thank you for joining me on my podcast today and today's topic I'm talking about how to lose weight permanently. I'm Louise Skeen, I'm a mind-body health coach for women over the age of 40 and I'm also the CEO of my Slender Boss program. So today, what another important topic about wellness, what are we all trying to do? We're trying to lose weight, we're trying to be the best versions of ourselves and there's a lot of focus on our weight, but certainly over the age of 40, what's happening to our body and our hormones as they're slowing down or depleting is the fact that we're, we're putting on weight in areas of our body that we're not used to doing that and the dominating one seems to be around that waistline, around that tummy area and, and we're starting to possibly get that little bit of a pudge or some rolls happening that we're not, as I said, comfortable with and they're foreign to us to have and then of course we're feeling a looseness over our, our body as well and sometimes you know our arms might jiggle or our inner thighs might rub together and things like that so naturally we want to feel well we want to look well and we want to look the best versions of ourselves because what that does is it gives us confidence but how can we confidently and more so permanently lose weight when there is so much conflicting information out there today? And that's what I'm here to talk to you about today. So thank you for joining me, as I said. But look, one of the, the biggest uh, things I want to talk about is the word permanent because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to permanently lose weight. If it's not permanent and it becomes part of our lifestyles, what happens is we're dieting and then we're going to go into these yo-yo diets. So if you're a lady from the 70s, 80s or 90s where, where dieting was something that everybody did, you're going to understand what I'm talking about. It was just every magazine you picked up, every television station you put on, something was being spoken about dieting and so therefore we tried them all the Scarsdale diets the Pritikin diets all of that but today's really no different except for the fact that the industry is making tens of billions of dollars profit from people like us who are trying to be the best versions of ourselves so we really only need to do it once we need to get it right once and stick to it so today what we're dealing with, we're dealing with things like the paleo diet, which is very popular at the moment, but it's really understanding where, where the paleo diet, um, you know, what it originates around and have a think about all that because no, no matter if it's the paleo diet or the keto diet or, you know, whatever is out there at the moment, you must ask yourself the question, can I stick to this in three months time? Is this going to be my lifestyle? And in six months time, will I still be eating exactly the same way as this particular program is asking me to do? Now, if you answer no to that, or you're not sure how to answer that question, if you will be sticking to it in three and six months time completely, you know, completely sticking to it, 
then I would suggest you don't go on it at all, okay? Because what we need to understand is to permanently lose weight, it's about permanently changing habits. And, and it's poor habits, the habits that may not be serving you right now, because every diet is going to work for you. Every diet will work, without a doubt. You can go and Google diets now and you can every month try a new one. Don't do that, I wouldn't suggest it. It's going to play havoc with your hormones. But, but you could try that and you will lose weight on every single one of them because what's going to happen is it's going to ask you to cut out the foods that are not serving you right now and they're the same standard foods for everybody, okay? That is, your sugars, you know, your processed carbohydrates, your, your saturated fats, those things that are causing us to put on weight, the biscuits, the cakes, the chips, the lollies, the, you know, the fast foods, um, the sugar in the bread, all that kind of stuff, that's what's making us put on weight. So it doesn't matter what diet you pick up, it's going to ask you to deplete all that. And then another thing that a lot of these things will do is they'll ask you to either start exercising or increase your exercise amount. And you know what? That's spot on. That's exactly what you need to be doing. But because you're not possibly currently doing that, of course it's going to make a change to your body. Of course it's going to make you stronger and fitter and, and you're going to feel better about yourself and you're going to have more toned muscles because you're making good change no different to the dieting you're taking out all the wrong things and so therefore you're making good change but the question is can you stick to it okay and as I said if you say in three months time you, you, know, you visualize yourself sticking to whatever it is that they've got down on paper for you to follow if your answer is no I won't be able to stick to that for three months or let alone six months don't do it because it's not going to be a change that's going to serve you permanently and that's that key word that we're talking about again so let's look at that paleo diet let's look at this unprocessed foods is that a good thing to, to stay you know to only go on unprocessed foods well unprocessed foods are very good for you so we're talking about the fruits and the vegetables things that haven't been cooked up and added with sugars and fats and things like that of course that's good for you but it's taking things like um, legumes out of your diet, like lentils and chickpeas and beans out of your diet, is that a good thing? And having no grains whatsoever, is that a good thing? No rice, you know? Um, is it a good thing? I don't think so, because you're not only taking those things out and depriving yourself of some nutrients, the biggest one being protein and even greater fiber. Okay, you need fiber in your diet because if you don't have fiber, and this is what the paleo diet does, it takes all of your legumes and your lentils and all of that out, um, your chickpeas, which provide great fiber, you know, terrific grams of fiber in your diet. If you take all that out, you're going to get constipated, you're going to get bloated, you're going to feel really, really uncomfortable and horrid. And can you stick to that for three to six months, 12 months, the rest of your life? I don't know, I don't know, I wouldn't want to try it. It's entirely up to you, I'm just giving you an informed decision. Yeah, and the other thing is with the paleo is that there's no dairy, no dairy whatsoever on it. Um, that's, that's pretty tough, <laughs> that's pretty tough. But look, some people do it, some people do it. So you've got to weigh that up if you could definitely just stay totally away from dairy. Women need dairy, maybe you can supplement it, um, but certainly for our bones and when we, we lose our hormones uh, from the age of, uh, you know, basically around that 
you know, well, they're changing from the age of 45 onwards dramatically. And certainly after menopause, which the average age is 51, um, you know, we need to have strong bones. So think about that with no dairy. That's the paleo diet. Now, another one today that's really popular is the keto diet, getting yourself into ketosis. You know, it limits the carbohydrates um, so that your body doesn't have access to glucose. Okay, and your body needs glucose. It, it relies on the glucose for your brain, okay, because that's how your brain works. It draws the energy from the glucose and it feeds your brain. But when you get yourself into ketosis, you're actually not providing that glucose in your body because you're stripping it right out. So, you know, I find that a little bit of a concern. It certainly is. So, um, yeah, so, so look into it. Have a look at what you can have. Have a look what you can't have. But, you know, it's 60 to 85% of your, um, you know, of your diet on a ketosis comes from your proteins. Um, I think that's right, 60 to 85%. Yeah, I think that's right. I'm, I'm not on the diet, so I don't know. 60 to 85% of your daily, sorry, of your daily calories, that's right, comes from your fats. That's what's happening. So it comes from your fats, 60 to 85%, but there's no regulation on your fats. So what's happening with your fats is you're able to have um, your good fats and your bad fats. Now, again, for a lifetime sticking to putting you know all those fats into your diet that are not so good for you what is that going to do it's going to put fat around your heart your organs your lungs your visceral fat um, okay if it's short term yeah great okay now people could argue this with me but 60 to 85 percent of your daily intake coming from bad fats and good fats okay you've got to make that decision again. And then you've got 20 to 25% of protein only where, you know, again, we, we type of understand and know that protein builds muscle. It builds muscle in your body and it gives you strength and energy. And so therefore, if only 20 to 25% coming through the paleo, uh, sorry, through the keto diet, then I have to wonder whether it's enough. Okay, and then the rest of it's coming from carbohydrates, what's left in, in your daily intakes basically coming from carbohydrates. But what you need to also do on the ketosis diet is you're measuring all the time. It's constantly, you know, checking your your um your your pee, so you've got to go to the toilet, pee on sticks, make sure you're always in the fat burning ketosis state. Now that may not be a trouble problem you know trouble to you it might become second nature for you to do it but again you're weighing up those percentages of your fats and your proteins and your carbohydrates and you're constantly doing that for the rest of your life so you've got to understand that it's something that you know again initially you will lose weight on it there's absolutely no doubt can you stick to it for a lifetime okay so what we focus on on slender boss is really about it's a lifestyle change okay it's more of what you you should eat um, it's understanding what you should eat and have more of that opposed to what you know you you are better off avoiding and and having just from time to time because it's all about lifestyle you know anything that's too strict you know you know as I do you will not stick to it. If it tells you you've got to cut out all your sugars and you can't have lollies and chips and biscuits and cakes and ice cream and ever, okay, and, you, and you're never going to have those things again, you cannot stick to it, 
okay? With Slender Boss, yes, you can have those things from time to time, but it's about making better choices around the food that you make for 80% of your days, your weeks, your months, and your years. Choose wisely, but again, if you go out for lunch with the girls or you've got a birthday party coming up, then enjoy yourself. Let your hair down with no guilt. That's what it's all about. You know, it's also about the avoiding of snacking because we're, we're in the Western world where we've got ourselves into the habit of snacking pretty pretty much um, regularly through our days. And a lot of the time in the workforce, it's also reinforced to us to have a morning tea break and to have an afternoon tea break when you, your body may not necessarily even need it. Now, if you've had a really good choice breakfast, good choice lunch, and a good choice dinner, and by good choice I mean things that are really high in protein that are going to fill you up, they're low GI, so they're going to last in your body a long time, and your body's using it for fuel, your brain's using it, so you've got alert and um, from, from the foods that you're eating. If you're eating three really well-balanced meals a day, you shouldn't get hungry or feel the pressure or the need to have to have snacks through the day because your body's, your body's basically comfortable. It's feeding off the fuel that you've given it. But we do fall into poor habits or we listen to what we're told we've got to have a break and we think, well, the break means we've got to eat, particularly if we're in the workplace. And then we've got the situation of an afternoon or evening where we're sitting down after dinner and okay, the hands are not doing anything. You might be watching television or on your computer or something. So it's very simple to get into another bad habit and start snacking in that evening time of the day. So these are the things we've got to be wary of. Now, the other thing I'll also just mention there is that you may get that four o'clock slump, three o'clock slump, whatever it is where your blood sugars drop. That does happen, it's a very real thing. And and you again, depends on what time you've had your lunch or whether you've even had lunch at all or whether you've had enough protein in that lunch. So again, if it's very real and you're having it, just make sure you consume water first, let your body take that in for 10 minutes and if you're still hungry, have a good choice of something small to tie you over until you have your dinner, okay? So the other thing with Slender Boss, we really do encourage the water. Um, coffee, yeah, you, you know, that's not going to cut it really. Coffee and having six to eight glasses of coffee a day, um, just yes, it's made on water. I hear it, I understand it. <laughs> it is made on water, but it's also unfortunately made today on a lot of synthetic product and it's not actually, not actually made from the coffee bean. So I don't know if that's an eye opener for you, but it's an actual truth that sometimes in many places, they're not actually using real coffee, it's synthetic coffee. So if you are a coffee drinker, same with tea. Tea is also caffeine. If you're having your black tea bags um, with milk or without milk or whatever, just bear in mind that the tea bags, even though they may say organic or, or whatever, they're not going to give you full leaves in that those tea bags either. You usually got the little bits of scraps that are laying around because it's so simple to put those into tea bags. Now, just be aware of that as well. The best thing that you can do to flush your body of toxins and to get yourself well and energized and to lose stored body fat is to drink water. Drink six to eight glasses of fresh, clean water every single day. And that's really going to serve you big time, okay? Um, the other thing is on the Slender Boss program is to, to get you to really 
get into the mode of understanding that your body is needing change, we don't go cold turkey. What we do is we go on a four-week detox. And this detox is a slight food detox. There's no pills or potions or products or, you know, the marketing of having to spend a fortune again on foods, uh, or sorry, on, on, on replacement meals or, or, or tablets or capsules or, you know, all those things that are out there many of programs offer. We don't offer that. If you're buying good, healthy food and you're drinking lots of water, then you've got everything that you need to keep you healthy. So the four-week detox we take you on is just a gradual detox from the amounts of sugars that you're having or bad, you know, again, processed fats and and just the, the foods that are not serving you. So we gradually start to deplete those in the first four weeks, but we don't take them out altogether because you're human, okay? And it's all about being human and it's all about living life well and making the better choices and not depriving you of the things that you would like to have from time to time and that's the key so for permanent weight loss permanent weight loss you don't want to be dieting you don't want to be stripping anything out completely that you know you really enjoy and you want to be able to make better choices 80% of the time so that you can live life with freedom and love the skin that you're in so that's what it's all about so thank you again for joining me on today's podcast Um, I think we're up to episode number five on series two and um, look it's been a, a wonderful journey to hear I'm really excited to talk about health for women and and it's you know something you've got to be able to pass on to the family as well and and you know even though we've spoken about the nutrition side of things here today there is a lot of truth around the exercise component because as we're aging we actually need to incorporate more movement into our body and more strength work into our body than when when we were in our 20s or our 30s so bear that in mind too get on out there and get walking and do some resistance work always look up my youtube channels i've got loads of videos there on exercise as well so they'll be very helpful for you in the comfort of your own home so again thank you for joining me i'm really grateful and i look forward to seeing you on my next episode bye for now